you're on Team Human. This is a preview of this week's bonus content, a conversation I had last week with my friend and collaborator, cyborg anthropologist Amber Case on Twitter Spaces which is kind of like an audio clubhouse sort of thing, except less like clubhouse. And you can hear the whole thing by becoming a member of Team Human and subscribing to the Team Human team feed. Just go to teamhuman.fm and click on support. But here's your sneak peek. The, the thing that you're talking about in some ways by, by trying to own the protocols through which people interact, you know, in, in the Aristotle model, you know, Aristotle plus capitalism would mean that, all right, people in your empire are going to need to speak a language. Why don't you charge them, you know, five cents a word to speak, right? <laughs> they're gonna because you're gonna they're gonna need one language you know so imagine if every time people came up with words and stuff you get a nickel you know you get because you came up with that word or facebook owns the word or monsanto owns that word you know so what we're really looking at is is not it it's not so much that that companies are um coming up with new market ideas. It's that they're, uh, in one way or another, enclosing existing spaces and turning them into markets. You know, the places where you would just hang out with people are then, oh, that's now called a nightclub and you pay this money to get in, as if we're incapable of gathering, you know, without, you know, that was what the whole rave movement was really about, was, hey, wait a minute, we can just gather. We don't need some official place to go what if we just gather and, and take that out of the marketplace i mean that's why it was such a threat now it's the same with the internet you know the average internet connected home in the early 90s it was watching nine hours less commercial television a week the internet was like an anti-market at the time that's why at&t wouldn't accept it as a gift basically from the government they didn't want it because it seemed wait a minute people are just going to talk to each other this sucks you know we don't want we don't want that well yeah it's monetizing the human language right like all all stories all memories are then you know advertised content right so now we are all making our own television channels and shows and things like that and i guess i right, mean this right. is this is kind of like okay yet yeah, now we all know this right it's not even like ooh, but it's like well then people are trying to escape you know it, like it took a while like my friends and i you know were like well let's let's go to the desert and go to a non-cell cell phone site and just enjoy Right. I'm like, yeah, this is what life is. This is what memories are. This is, this is, you know, so how, and, and the more you get away, let's say from the city and from Wi-Fi, you're like, all that random stuff online doesn't matter as much. You know, all of the, uh, the, let's say, you know, your amygdala, you know, getting, getting tapped on constantly and, and growing, you know, it's like meditation shrinks your amygdala, the, the like panic thing in your head and, and social media feel like enlarges it. And the larger your amygdala, the more likely you're going to react and buy stuff and feel inadequate and not be satisfied with what you have. And and this is how many thousands of years have people been, you know, trying to 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 do this? And it's like, mm. yeah, but why? Like, if we're at the end of the world, like, you know, what what is what is happiness, and and what does it mean to, you know, live a small 
content life like you know woodworking pottery like all of these original early you know that these things that take five years to get good at and the minute you know it's like i start my own pottery studio and then i look online and everybody's better than me oh no do i stop you know and i think you gotta keep going but you know i mean i'm thinking about it even in 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 terms of like human sexuality you know which should be should is such a strong word, but but you know what I mean. It should be this natural thing, right? That that humans should be just attracted to other humans. It's just oh, there's one, you know, that's sexy. But it's like even the way our our understanding, our experience of sexuality has been steered and narrowed to like this is a sexy person and this is not. Here's what you have to buy and do in order to be a sexy person. And <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, wait a minute. Well, of course it was a smart idea, right? Let's get let's make people think that they're all unattractive unless they have this, that, or the other thing. And boy, talk about disempowerment. And and if if people weren't so uh, uh, artificially narrowed by one marketer or culture's idea of of success, of 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 sex appeal, of you know what is what is the expression of love? I mean, there's so many of these that that uh, uh, that are that are kind of taken away from us, and then you know we're looking to these to these you know really evil extractive entities for guidance for for the ability to navigate you know to navigate a, a satisfying path through the world but they will never give it to us you know because <laughs> the minute you're satisfied you're gonna you're gonna go off off their grid and that's all you get if you want to hear this whole conversation and gain access to the growing archive of new material and conversations from the vault with friends including Timothy Leary, John Barlow, Naomi Klein, Joanna Harcourt-Smith, Terrence McKenna, as well as uh, invitations to our live salon events and Discord channel, uh, free access to my uh, Medium columns behind the paywall, just go to teamhuman.fm and click on support. See you there.